Radio. Have you ever had like any like fucking weird ass dreams that like like made you like wake up and you're like fuck shit? I I I tend to have a lot of letdown dreams. I do know that. Like even if it's like a lot of good shit going on. Well, don't Google that. It'll tell you that you think that you're a failure to your family, and that's why you feel that way. Well, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why. I didn't want to say that. You said it, so it's okay. Well, it makes sense. <laughs> Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. Welcome to Super Movie Bros. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. And this is our news episode. So, me and Jay got some interesting news stories from around Hollyweird. I hate when people call it Hollyweird, so sometimes I do it just to be annoying. You know, like, well, uh, you... I don't think you've really ever said that before. No, I hate. I just hate when other people say it. Oh. It's just like one of those things when people yeah. are like, oh, you're from Hollyweird, and it's like, is it really that weird? I, don't think it's that I rarely ever hear that though. Oh, uh, you never watched Duck Dynasty then. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch Duck Dynasty, so I f- figured out what what hate mongers of people they were, and then I was like, "Yeah, I'm done." Uh, so we got some news for you guys this week. We got we got updates on Steven Spielberg and his next movie. Andrew Garfield weighs in on uh, all the rumors surrounding him for Spider Man No Way Home. We got some interesting news coming out from Warner Brothers. We have also some new casting over on the Warner Brothers. End for the Green Lantern series, and then of course we will wrap everything up with a brief trailer park for Marvel's Phase Four Sizzle Reel, which is somewhat narrated by Stan Lee, which put a lump in my throat. Sure, sure did. So Jay, without any further delay, let's get into this week's news. All right, Jay, kicking things off. Casting news over on the Warner Brothers side of things. We knew about the Green Lantern series that they've announced. That's going to be coming directly to HBO Max. And they previously haven't said what Green Lantern they will be following. Still, potentially, they could be following multiple Green Lanterns. Whether you're going to get a Hal Jordan, a John Stewart, a Kyle Rayner, or a Guy Gardner, we do have casting for who would be playing Guy Gardner. He is the Green Lantern who... Was a Green Lantern. He was an auxiliary Green Lantern. He kind of picked up the slack. He's a dude with a little bit of an anger problem. And when the, oh. and when the Red Lanterns showed up, well, he was just perfect for wearing one of those red rings and becoming a Red Lantern, whose power is rage. The uh, so Guy Gardner in the Green Lantern series will be pay- will be played by Finn Wittrock. And if you're fans of American Horror Story, you saw him as Dandy uh, before, and yeah. that character had some twisted sides. And he would go from from you know kind of like pompous rich boy to murderous psychopath pretty quickly. Yeah. And and just to look at him, as long as they give him that shitty bowl cut that guy gardner has in the comics he's a pretty boy but he's got a menacing look at times he knows how yep. to shift his face and i and i think you know i'm really 
I'm not surprised that he was cast, to be honest, because I think he was always simmering under the surface, ready for a breakout role like this. And- well, he he almost did with uh, the Big Short. He plays he plays one sure. of the young guys yeah. who kind of yeah. sees the deficit that's going on and goes out there. And he, he's actually one of the main guys that puts together that dream team that 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 brings their argument to you know forward. So uh-huh. uh, I'm going to show Jay a picture of what Guy Gardner looked like up until the mid 2000s. So ugly. I said, ugly yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder so, he was so ang- angry. You know, he has to have that. He has to have that bowl cut that makes him look like a dickhead, like right on top. Because yeah. Guy Gardner is a dickhead. I'll see you later, dickhead. So- okay. <laughs> I doubt they're going to do that for this, but no, no, they would probably go more of like the Just do a brunette like bowl cut if you have to do anything. No, I think Guy Gardner has to be a ginger. I don't think you can get around that. Really? But I mean, like modern modern Guy Gardner is you know a little bit more. A little bit more like average looking, but he's a ginger, and I think I, I think I think well, hair, now I'm not sure if I like this casting. I think hair color is important. Yeah, I mean, would you yeah, like? But, would you like Emma Stone as much if she had black hair? Would you? Be honest, you wouldn't. You well, wouldn't. super bad. She's brunette, right? She has dark red hair in that. And she's done blonde and some things, but she's never gone she, to the dark side. It's the funny thing is, she's a natural blonde. It's just mind-boggling because she's mainly always r- red. Better as a ginger, Guy Gardner. Also better as a ginger. I'm just telling you. I'm telling. I it, hear you. It adds I to his you. anger because but, everyone knows that gingers is a recessive gene. They creep us out and make us feel sick to our stomachs. I'm talking, of course, about ginger kids. Ginger kids are born with a disease which causes very light skin, red hair, and freckles. This disease is called gingivitis, and it occurs because ginger kids have no souls. They shouldn't exist. Cash Jesse Clemens, then. (laughs) But Jesse Clemens is fucking off with Martin Scorsese right now, filming this $200 million Western. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Whatever. Look. Marty. Look. Here's what it comes down to. (laughs) I like the casting. I think he should have red hair. If he doesn't, it's not a game changer. But all the rest I of I can't see this face in red hair though. All the rest of the Green Lanterns all have dark hair. So right. you, you gotta right. you gotta have right. them stand out. I hear out you. I hear you. Now I mean all right, let's just move on. <laughs> Next news story. I love arguing on whether someone a character needs to have red hair or not. Like it doesn't really matter. It, not really, it, but it kind of sort of does sometimes. Look, if he's not a fire crotch, what's the point of him having such a fiery personality then? Yeah, some people aren't turned on, but yeah. <laughs> All right, Jason. You can have a fiery crotch with a brunette hair. Sticking with Warner Brothers, uh, Warner Brothers is searching for a black director and actor to front the next superman movie and this project cal l will be played by a black actor and they would like a black director to be behind it uh this is the one that previously people have had big rumors out there that it was going to be michael b jordan michael b jordan said that at this time he is not been approached by warner brothers for this role but let's face it he's 100 percent been approached by warner brothers but there's probably no hard answer yet on whether he will be the black Superman. It's like you and McGregor having to turn down rumors all the time with Obi-Wan right. for like four or five years or something. When like he that. knew it was coming and yeah. he's like, but I just can't say anything. Right. But well, he did a great job. You know, he was just kind of like affable. Like, look, you know, I've always wanted what to he knew at those it. times was that he had conversations. He knew that Obi-Wan would be coming back, whether it was going to be a movie or a what series or, could, you know, right. Maybe they knew that he had loose lips and like just the. I don't think so. I just think I just think he knew that it was so tentative that like they it's they, not worth. They put what, the feeler out there and they're sure, like, "You sure. are you interested?" And he's like, "Sure, yeah, I'd do it." And they go, "Cool, 
we'll get back to you when we have something. Right, right. And right, so there's nothing right. concrete at that time. Right. So there was nothing to really, for him to really That's talk fair. about. That's fair. Uh, however, with this, it, this is concrete. Warner Brothers is making a Superman movie where Superman will be played by a black actor and it will be directed by a black man. And I can't think of anybody else in Hollywood who, who has the physique quite like Michael B. Jordan. I can't think of an actor that has such range and can do so many multifacets of the Clark I think Kent there's other or, people. I, I, I think. Oh, of course there are. I think there's other people out there, there and I, I would like to see somebody but else, Michael to be B. Jordan honest. Is, I want to see a fresh face. Michael B. Jordan is 2021's Denzel, right? True. Just like the mid the mid to late 90s, Denzel was Denzel was everywhere. That's what Michael B. Jordan is now. He even does shitty movies like with, with, with no, without remorse. <laughs> so. Well. You know, on paper, that should have been a fucking great film. Oh yeah, sure. And and Denzel Washington did Virtuosity, and that that is a great film, even though it's not highly regarded. I I I, th- I think they should go with an un- relatively unknown. I think there's a plenty of people out there. I think that that's could, smart. That could do this, and um, I just don't know if I like them stating that they want to just specifically hire a black director too. It's I think they 100 percent should. On the nose of like, I think they 100 percent should. If you're going to tell the story, it's almost disrespectful to the black community. I feel like I don't think so. I think if you're going to tell the story about about a black superhero, a black Superman, then it has to come from. But he's Superman. It doesn't matter. He's not really. I mean, if you don't think doesn't mean he like he was like born. Like if you don't think race and, and, changes changes how people perceive a hero or 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 how they have an impact on society, then you're living under a rock. Or you didn't watch Falcon Winter Soldier <laughs> because it 100 percent has to do with you're it. misinterpreting what I'm saying. <laughs> this is Superman, right? But he's Black Superman. I, I I I all right. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe 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 it will make a difference. You're saying, I don't really know. What I, you're I feel saying like, is race uh, should race matter given that they're Superman or will race be part of this race is 100 percent going to be part of this story because he's not going to be the superman we know clark kent he's going to be a different type of superman because he's going to be regarded differently by people uh-huh uh all right all right now i'm seeing it okay okay yeah yeah I, could, I get you because because i get you two and, and this is going to sound so fucking stupid i guess because the formula of superman has been ingrained in me so to, hardcore where to have a black superman and not touch on the fact he was black would be completely disingenuous to the whole reason of why you would tell a story about a black Superman and to not have the, the, the directing voice and, 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 and the uh, storytelling voice of a black person behind that movie would also be disingenuous. I okay. feel like, okay, I hear you. Fair enough. Ray Fisher to play Superman. As <laughs> Warner Brothers. Like, no, 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 no. Might I suggest Michael Coulter? Luke Cage. I, I, I mm, he's handsome. I just want to, I just want to say him more things. Oof, I just want to say he has a silky, smooth, sultry voice. He really does. Like he could either put me to sleep or he could fuck me hard. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> His voice is good for both. <laughs> I. Oh my god! I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> There's something to that man. Mm. All right, so let's move on to our next news story. All right, Jay, speaking of casting rumors, Andrew Garfield is going to weigh in on all the rumors that have been going on about him reprising the role of Spider-Man as his Spider-Man in Spider-Man No Way Home. He says, I'm not doing it. It's not he's not in the movie. That's what he says. Uh, He also has some other quotes. He says, like, 
it's so crazy, dude. It's fucking hilarious. I do have a Twitter account, a burner account, and how often Spider-Man is trending and it's people freaking out about this thing or that. I wish I could be able to speak to everyone and just say, I recommend you chill. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's wise words. Yeah. He, he also says, you're convincing everyone you're not in the mafia. I feel like I'm in a fucking game. I promise you, I'm not the werewolf and everyone is like, you're the werewolf. You're the fucking werewolf. I don't know what he's talking about with the werewolf, but no, it's just it's just a reference. I think you know? so. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's just what, what, so he, he he it basically admits to having this burner account, this burner Twitter well, account. Well, most celebrities do. Which allows him to kind of look into this stuff and 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 view anonymously and comment anonymously and uh you know, yeah, he's he's I essentially a normal saying person. He he's not part of it. Now, previously Tim McGuire has said a similar thing. Um however, it Everyone's kind of jumped on this. Well, he's not conclusion. confirmed either, is he? Right. I, I believe so. I oh, believe okay, he okay. is now confirmed. Uh, and we knew that like Alfred Molina is returning as Dr. Octopus. And there confirmed. were rumors that Jamie Foxx was coming back at Electro at some point. And Semi-confirmed? Willem Dafoe. I'm not sure. I can't yeah, remember. See, well, Willem Dafoe is, I think. What what I think Sony did was they put a lot of stuff out there. They threw, like, they threw a lot of... They allowed a lot of leaks in their ship, right? On purpose, sure, to get an excitement moving around this movie, especially during a pandemic when all they can do is generate excitement and not really put out movies. And I think that that's that's kind of what they did. We talked about you know studios doing this in the past, and I, I think it got to the point where like you don't really know what to believe at this point. They confirmed that Alfred Molina's in it, great, but yeah. as far as Tobey Maguire and everything else, I don't know. I don't know whether they're in it. I hope that it is. I hope that it's like this weird, this this weird Spider Verse type story in live action. Uh, there's also rumors that a Miles Morales will be in it. There's all these rumors around it, and it's hard to to pin out what's true. But all of them are exciting, and that's what matters. And you're gonna go to the theaters to watch it because you want to see which curiosity. one of these rumors pan out. I 100% agree. I understand what you're saying. I just find it. You know, but Andrew Garfield possible to make a movie with all these different characters. Andrew Garfield just sauntering up and taking Sony's like rumor bubble that they've created and just going. <laughs> well, <not> he, <laughs> he's 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 out of the studio thing. I'm not I think your guy. he's I think he's done with the game um, in that kind of realm for now. So, you know, is whatever. he that marketable? He's not. No, he's not. He's no, not that marketable. He's a good actor. Yeah, but I don't think he's a phenomenal actor. He's great I mean, for indies. I, He's good. He's done a lot of really good stuff. Is for you know, he he he's just he's taking that um, Daniel Radcliffe path right now, where he's just really forcing himself. Yeah, but I love Daniel Radcliffe because he's not afraid Spider-Man. to do. He's not afraid to do a guns Akibo or a horns or a Swiss Army man. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I know. I love it. He he like he he doesn't care. He'll take a risk. He doesn't fucking care. Oh, he was. He's got that Harry Potter royalty money rolling he in. He can afford to take risks. Full nude on stage, yeah. fucking a horse. He wasn't fucking a horse. He's in love with a horse. Whatever yes. it was. Same thing. He wasn't fucking a horse. It's not like not like Daniel Radcliffe fucking penetrated a horse on stage. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Next news story. 
RJ, Steven Spielberg announces his next film after, I guess, West Side Story. Uh, it's going to be... I just I just totally played footsies with Jay twice on fucking accident. <laughs> My foot touched his, and I, I did the brief move. But like his, he has like size 15 shoes. It does not equal the size of his dick, though. Uh, and <laughs> I, like I hit him, and then I moved, and his foot was still there. It was fucking gross. But <laughs> Steven Spielberg... I'm wearing socks, and you're not. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, I never wear socks at home. I want to feel the ground. Also, I stepped on a piece of glass today so maybe i should Small wear socks. regret yeah, yeah maybe I should wear socks uh, well, where's those little big slippers they used to always wear uh, they're hanging up in a closet i wear them yeah. at night stay on target stay on target so steven spielberg has announced his next film after west side story and it's going to be titled the fablemans and it's going to be about a young spielberg it's essentially going to be a semi-autobiographical work from Steven Spielberg on his own childhood growing up in Arizona during the 1950s and 60s. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I'm not excited. No. I, I got to be honest. I really... Who did they cast? They confirmed they cast as somebody. I can't remember. A little ways back, somebody was going to be in this movie, and I think it was playing one of the parents. And no, I mean, as of right now, that they they plan on holding an open casting call to play the role of Sammy, which will be based on Young Spielberg's life. So no one has been cast as Sammy. I think Michelle Williams and Seth Rogen were supposed to be attached to this as his parents. Yes, as his parents. Yes, yeah. yeah. But there's there there's there's nothing confirmed yet about who's in this movie at all. This movie's like just being announced. Like yeah, Spielberg, Paul, Paul Dano, I believe, is playing his father. Yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll yeah, see. so we'll, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's it's such early development right now. Spielberg care. really needs to. I don't care rebound get it he needs to regain his um the power of his name does he it's diminished because he produces the biggest movies that come out every year he's got he he he, you know he he's he's a producer in all the yeah without his name on the on the title card i know yeah right i mean he's behind the scenes because he he's a partner of dreamworks anything dreamworks comes you know produces he's getting money from yeah and and you know i like Every time he's a producer on all the Jurassic World movies, and let's not forget the Jurassic World, the sure. one from 2015, was at the time it came out the highest grossing film of that year, like of of the past ten years, the highest grossing like action film. And producers huge. make that money, huge amounts of money. The dude doesn't need to make a name for himself anymore. I just, know. Just say things. Jaws, E.T., Indiana Jones. I know. You know, he doesn't need to make his name has been made. It's synonymous. It's why solidified. Indy, why Andy? Why, why not Indy? He's not doing Indy. He's not doing Indiana Jones anymore. Yeah, but it took him a long time to finally walk away. Well, you know why? Well, I, I, we talked about this. I don't think we've talked about this on the show. Jaws 2 was happening, right? And he was... When Jaws 2 was in production, they Universal wanted to fast track it because Jaws had had such longevity in the theaters and stuff like that. Universal yep. wanted to still strike while the iron was hot. Yep. Come out with Jaws 2 without so much of a lull. Uh, they reached out to Spielberg, and Spielberg's like, yeah, I'm still a little busy with this thing I'm doing called Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Right. So I can't really jump in on your schedule for Jaws 2. And they're like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Fuck it, fuck it. We'll do it with someone else. They did it with someone else. It was fucking awful. The production was awful. And apparently the director walked away midway through. They had to bring in another director. And Spielberg almost came back to finish it. To finish it and and kind of redo a bunch of shit. But he got busy with with other stuff and he wasn't able to. He told Universal no. And he never came back to the series. And it was one of his biggest regrets really? of his career. Is it? 
was not coming back and he always said I'll never I'll never balk on doing a sequel for a franchise that I started ever again. Really? And he kept that rule which he never made sequels other than the Indiana Jones movies all the way up until you get to Jurassic Park 3 where he was finally like Joe Johnson just take over. I'm done. I have other things I want to do. Uh so Yeah, I I think that he I has think, a fear of letting go. Does, of, there's a fear of letting go of sequels to somebody that. else because he's seen how bad it can go with sure. things like Jaws two and then Jurassic Park three. And I think with Indiana Jones, th- that's a very early on career type thing that he did in 1981. He had only done several hits before that, and he's but just like he's he is still very an old ten- man. You have to remember, like right. it's just one of those things where, like you know. He, what I'm saying is he, it takes a little gotta, bit to let go. And he's also at the age now where he's looking back nostalgic on his career and he's like, why shouldn't I tell my story? My so story's pretty Ford. My story's pretty interesting, right? Yeah. Young I, Jewish I, kid I, growing up in Arizona, like, you know, becomes the world's greatest filmmaker, essentially. What what a what a tale. He think if he thinks there's a story to tell in there, okay, there is. He's an interesting guy. Well, of course there is. And you know, there's this, there's there's still quite a bit of mystery behind him. There really is. To me, there is. Oh, his personal life. I, I have no clue what this dude's like personally. Right. He probably spends a fortune to make sure that it stays that way. And and, and kudos to him. Well, he didn't spend but, enough to make sure that his daughter wasn't pole dancing in Tennessee. <laughs> and I guarantee you he spent a fortune to cover up a lot of her I haven't, life. I haven't heard about it since. Exactly. And everything that she did before. She I believe that's the away. daughter that he adopted with Kate Capshaw. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, he had a lot of Ray Donovans on her on her <laughs> on her radar, covering up her her shenanigans, I guess, over the years. But um, you know, it, you know, yeah. So, so it is yeah. what it is. Like, I just, you know, whatever. But really, do we need a West Side Story fucking remake? Nobody really for him. You, in his mind, you do because it's a seminal movie for him when he was growing I guess. up. He's nostalgic. He's old. He was. Did you watch Birds of Spies? That was terrible. It's boring. Thank you. I didn't even watch it. Everything he does is boring anymore. It's just... Oh. Except for Ready Player One. But that's a nerdy thing. I just enjoy it for the nerdy yeah. thing. So, yeah. Moving on. Next news story. <laughs> Jay, Taika Waititi has been cast in a comedy role for an HBO Max series called Our Flag Means Death. He will be playing the role of Blackbeard. Here's what I'm expecting from this with him playing it. it I'm is a going, little scared about this. It is going to be what we do in the shadows with pirates. Sure. sure. No. In the... In, 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 Yes, yes, yes. Pretty yeah. much, pretty much. Yeah, it's exactly. it's, it's going to be like that. Uh, it's going to be like Flight of the Concords. Yeah. It's it's going to be this. I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. Very much so. I'm. It's going to be a love it or hate it situation for me. I know it for a fact. And this is coming from somebody who's a huge fan of him. But I do like pirates. I mean, I love Johnny Depp. You know, in, in the pirate role, um, Sparrow. So we'll see. I don't know. This could be a lot of fun. This I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, HBO Max, it's it's such like a low because I already have because it. Because when you like, think about it, there's so much humor fun. in that world and pirates. Oh yeah, even if you're, even if it's the pirates it of the does, Caribbean world, whatever look, it may be. Taika Waititi so aspects that you already can made with. Hitler funny. Yeah. How's it all going with that Jew thing upstairs? Well, she doesn't want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Well, you are a Nazi. I guess. What is she burning? What are you burning? She can't hear you. What are you burning? He could do no wrong. Right. There, there's there's not many things he can't not make funny. So that's I why I look forward Good to point. it. Good point. Good point. Next news story. All right, Jay. George A. Romero may be dead, but his final script for a dead movie, you know, he's previously done some sure. fantastic movies like Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Land of the Dead, 
Diary of the Dead. Dead, 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 dead. He has another one that was apparently in the works. It was called Twilight of the Dead, and he wanted it to be his final dead movie. Well, the movie, he while he may have passed on, the movie has not. And his widow has now begun working on the project for her husband to finish out his dead series. She's currently shopping around for studios to pick it up and option it for a film, get it made. No words on yet where where it would go if but if it's anything like the rest of the dead movies that have come out since land of the dead they're going to go vod or to a streaming service so i still look forward to it i'd like to just hear one like little more thing from george a romero i'm a big fan of of the zombie genre a big fan of what he's done for the zombie genre big fan of his zombie movies so i look forward to it when there's no more room in hell the dead will walk here And with that, that's going to wrap up our news for this week. But we're not done yet. We got to get into this week's trailer park. Not much of a trailer park in that I'm going to be like picking out things. and like, oh, here's an Easter egg. Here's who this character is. Here's what they're going to go on to do. It's an excitement tease, essentially. Nothing much more than some some stills of Eternals. But Marvel has gone a full year without releasing a movie in the theaters. And fuck it. They just want to remind you. That they're still here, and, and they that got the theaters coming out in theaters. Yeah, the movies that are coming they out. They want the you theaters. to go to the theaters to see. So Marvel released a nostalgic bomb sizzle reel for people to enjoy and get good. excited for what's coming. It worked up. for me. So let's get into this week's trailer park. Cut the beat and let the music play. No trailer park. Shout out to Dave and Jay. I don't serve, but it's a newer wave. We've been on since trust God saved the right stop. I don't want to flow until I know that the bass drop. All right, Jay, this, this Marvel sizzle reel was kind of interesting. Like, first off, it it didn't just jump into like, hey, man, here's what we got going. Like, here, here's here's all the movies that are planned for 2021, 2022, 2023. No, it was, it was more like, remember, remember, remember when... We told you these stories, and they showed you all, all all the all the Marvel movies leading up to Endgame. Petrich Farm remembers, <laughs> you know what I mean. And one of the cool things they did was they actually took footage of that a guy took while sitting in the theater watching Endgame, just for that on your left moment, and all the Avengers returning, and the cheers that are going. The thing that we and you have talked about so many times, where we've never yeah. really felt the same emotion as all those people before. It's a uniquely theater sure. experience, and Marvel's using it to remind people of what it feels like to be in a theater and watch one of their movies. I I don't. Nothing will ever top the elation with the Avengers assemble and then watching them run. Oh yeah towards each other in the fight i feel like my i i've never experienced that kind of feeling you're like before. the grinch your heart grew three times that day i 100 percent did but you <laughs> felt the theater yeah. do and feel the same way at the same time so good. And obviously there were so many other moments that just i don't think there was down, a person in that theater or cried or whatever. even but, if they didn't audibly express it they at least had a smile on their face oh dude i i bawling i'm crying all the time when I, I still cry when i watch that shit sometimes i mean it, it's unbelievable but sometimes i'm just at the park like taking my dog for a walk and a runner or a biker goes on your left and i'm like yeah you are <laughs> you fucking are man <laughs> well as a cyclist i do say that quite often actually. on your left fuck you <laughs> 
Uh, I don't always want to running anymore. I've been a little slow. No, fuck little, that. I just go around. Slow. I, yeah, I mean, a bike can cause damage. If I bump into an old lady and I knock her over while running, I just go, sorry. I just keep yeah. going. <laughs> I, run her over, I run her over on a bike. I might hurt her. <laughs> oh, by the way, your orange is down here. Yeah. yeah. Go pick it up. So anyway, it, it, it does all that. And it reminds us of what it's like to be in the theaters watching an MCU movie. And I'll be honest, it's effective. Because I do miss things like that. I do want to sit in a theater and I do want to have that emotion. I want to have that I feeling. Uh, now, Dave, can I go off subject for a second and retort back to our one of our new segments? Okay, which one? Superman. Oh, my God. We're Regina, in trailer park. Regina King. Oh, I was going to ask you who a black director you would like to see it. Ali actor playing Superman. Fair enough. Look at that motherfucker. Fair enough. All I right. like that, actually. I, I was going to ask you. I think that's you, a really good idea. At the time, I was going to ask you what, what black director do you think should should direct this movie, but I didn't want to put you on the spot because well, you always get mad when I do that. Yes, but... But you did it on your own. Um, Regina King, and and they've been doing a lot of marketing with her being high, uh, behind, the, behind the camera, and I think she's really trying to be more of a director going forward, um, and I think she could do it. I think um, that would be exciting. I think that'll be really, really exciting. And I think, you know, yeah, I, I'm ready for it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I like that. So Regina King to to direct it. And then you want Eli Gorey, who played Cassius Clay in One Night in yep. Miami, to, to do it. I think Warner Brothers can't miss with that. At least, at least with Regina King. It's a great story. Can't miss. At the very least. Can't miss. You know. The, Ryan Coogler has to say no because he's like, I, I got that Black Panther thing going on. So, like, I can't. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I want to see some more. F- I, I want to see. Yeah. You don't want to recite. That's the thing. Like, that almost, again, defeats the purpose. Right? Right. You want to develop. Right. Black filmmakers hey, and man. actors. You know, you, you, you don't want to just stick with the same two. <laughs> hey, man, you shut know? the fuck up. It's trailer park time. Okay. All right. Sorry. Stay on target. On so the whole trailer park is being voiced over by Stanley. I love being with people. It's the most incredible thing in the world. What are you doing? Oh, this is nice. That world may change and evolve. But the one thing that will never change, we're all part of one big family. He's talking about Marvel comic books and how great. it's all a family. We're all a family. We're all part of this and stuff like that. And it's like, well, fuck yeah, man. It's, it's the whole point That's of the true. MCU, right? It it's all true. it's all marriage. Everybody everybody comes together. Every story bleeds into the next. It all Our works communal well. experiences together. Hearing Stan Lee's voice, uh, I, it's a fucking cheap move, MCU. It was. You, you know my love for the man. You know all of our loves for the man. And then you you go ahead and you're just this like... This sizzle went for the juggler. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're literally like, remember that feeling when you watched Endgame in the theaters? Remember how good that feels? Remember when your favorite grandpa, you know, Stan Lee, used to appear in our movies? Yeah. Like, it's Dance We're monkey. even going to ask a pirated video yeah. to use it into our sizzle right, reel. Right. <laughs> Right, something that's completely illegal by the FBI warning that plays at the beginning of, every, of everything. <laughs> um, but 
so it's like dance monkey dance monkey you know like yeah, we yeah. want you to go to theaters and i'm yeah. like i do i do want to go to the theaters but then we start the, this is a real proper right like we, we get into seeing what's coming and we see the familiar stuff right we do get some new clips of things action sequences that are going to be happening in black widow coming out july 9th and it will be going directly to disney plus yeah. still also in the theaters at the same time shang chi is going to be coming out in september right after that and then you only have to wait two months for another movie where the internals will be coming out in november just before spider-man no way home and this is the first time we're actually getting some live action looks at the eternals and we're seeing rob madden we're seeing kamal nagiani we're seeing selma hayek we're seeing angelina jolie who we're not seeing though is kit harrington i was a little disappointed i wanted to see what kit harrington looks like i want to see the black knight and i want to see what he looks like here but we don't get it but we do get some we, we do get at least a little bit of a tease for it i expect a full trailer for the Eternals to drop sometime between Memorial Day and obviously July 9th yeah. when Black Widow comes the, yeah, out. Yeah, that's when it's going to come out. If, yeah. it, if it does come out before then, I'd be very surprised. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously that, that movie's done. And you mentioned to me that Kevin Foggy's like, oh, no, best picture of the year for 2022 will be Eternals. And, and I found that really surprising and interesting. Um, however... I don't know if I reported it on air, but I did remember hearing that some early screenings did say this movie was fantastic. Yeah. Look, so, I, I look forward to it, dude. I love, I love Rob Madden. Chloe can do no wrong in Hollywood right now. Right. I, I, She's I love the new Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> I, I love Kit Harrington. I like the story that's going on with the Eternals, right? Like they are these ancient beings that were created by the Celestials and to fight the Deviants and all this stuff. Yeah. And they've been hiding that on Earth for for eons, but they've all forgotten who they are and their powers and stuff like that uh like i like the idea that like kamal najiani is is he is an eternal but he is playing a bollywood, bollywood actor a bollywood on, on actor Earth. right but he's but it and also, he looks the part perfectly right. and it makes sense for him to but it also explains why the eternals yeah. weren't superheroes and getting involved with the mcu yeah. when thanos was yeah. there you know snapping his fucking fingers because Thanos himself has a blood of an eternal you know like his parents were eternals and the big bads are the celestials and we know a little bit about the celestials because we've seen one of them using the power stone in Guardians of the Galaxy and we know that the that the uh, mining colony nowhere takes place in a celestial head and the entire story of the eternals is that the celestials have been incubating a new celestial in the earth the earth is essentially an incubator for it and when that new celestial hatches or comes to life they will destroy the earth and apparently thanos thanos's presence and the power used by the by, by the power by the infinity stones mm-hmm. may have been the catalyst to awaken this beast which will also awaken inside each of the eternals their internal powers that they have and will allow them to rise to 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 come to this my theory about it is and this is all theory and conjecture because we know that by the end of this is a real we see four which means fantastic four is coming in phase four i think the celestial buried in earth where earth is its incubator is none other than galactus eater of worlds oh yeah, or at least Galactus himself will be one of the Celestials, and I mean, also we've all, we've already fought a Celestial and won. We've seen yeah. Peter Quill take on his father, yeah, who was Ego, who is a Celestial. So, uh, I mean, Eternals is going to go deep. Yes, please move your foot. I I move a lot. You you stay still a lot. Don't. <laughs> Don't. Don't. I have touched Jay's foot so many times tonight. I yeah. We're fucking. 
That's it. We're <laughs> we played footsie so many I, times. I got I got a flashback of the winter Falcon and Winter Soldier scene. We're like, you know, we're like, you're gonna take it that way. Which, which which way are you going? Which angle? But the, the point is, like, we've gotten we, we've gotten these Celestials before. So the Eternals is going to kind of come out and fit right into this cosmic realm that we've already been building within the MCU, and it's kind of perfect. So it is um, kind of perfect, and I think it's the natural evolution of this world yeah. and, and where you can go to. And technology wise, we can go there now. That's the movie. Effectively, we, that's the movie we can glean the most hints from. All that stuff that I've talked about, it's all kind of like based off of. The the Neil Gaiman uh, run on Eternals. Whether all that stuff makes it into the movie, I'm not sure. But we already know that MCU is mining that storyline pretty hardcore yep, yep. for 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 the Eternals movie. Uh, then moving on, we get our first uh, look at new names for movies that are going to be coming out. So, Lots of them. I mean, it was so we knew that name, right title. Uh, Title cards. Title cards. Yeah. So we already knew that that Doctor Strange was Doctor Strange Two was Multiverse of Madness. We knew that Thor Four was Thor Love and Thunder, and we we knew that Ant Man and the Wasp Three was Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah. the one where we're going to get Kang to conquer. What we didn't know though was that Black Panther Two is going to be called Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which I think is appropriately titled. It is very appropriate. I think, you know, given that just based on title alone, sure, that Black Panther will be dead in that movie, and it's about Wakanda rising to choose its next champion, but also make itself. We also know that based on Civil War and based on the end of Black Panther 2, that Wakanda wanted to take a larger role in the world, and I think Wakanda Forever is going to be taking up that taking up that mantle and they're I think it's appropriate they're going to be solidifying who what it means to be wakandan what, what what wakanda means to the world but also sharing what they can do for the world with the rest of I, it especially post end game thank you for saying that because that's what i really wanted to see with wakanda going forward not just replacements and all that stuff but i wanted to see them branch out to try and do more for the world also big rumors that killmonger will be back michael b jordan's coming yeah, back I'm not I, sure i don't want that no, as much no, as i love him I, no I, teases about who will actually be black panther but my guess is shuri uh we know that lupta nyong'o is going to be coming back she kind of talked about a little bit about the hole that chadwick boseman left in it but how how they've rewritten it and yeah and uh well. and 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 she she likes the direction that it's going now with the rewrites so she thinks it's okay. appropriate and it's also something she said was would, would you know stands with the legacy of Chadwick Boseman like she thinks he would be proud to see what it is so I I'm happy to hear that we also got teases for the title for Captain Marvel 2 the Marvels yeah that was that was a uh, meaning multiple I, I really multiple Captain Marvels I, I really like that there's I, I'm actually now somehow excited captain Mar- <laughs> captain marvel carol Danvers has been captain marvel she's been i know she's but- been ms marvel uh and we know yeah. that monica rambeau who plays photon uh-huh. we saw her in uh-huh. in wandavision uh-huh. we know that she's also going to be in that movie uh-huh. being as she is monica rambeau sure. the daughter of maria she's rambeau great. so um, um so 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 and we also know that we're getting uh Kamala, who will be playing Ms. Marvel in the Ms. Marvel yep. series, which is coming to Disney Plus. Costume she's, looked terrible. She's <laughs> she's also going to be coming into this series. So I, Captain Marvel's not alone. It's the Marvels. I I, I like that. I, I think that's um that's an appropriate and a fitting 
path to take with her world and character because I think it is so great, so big, and it's so intergalactic where you can do so much with it, you know, and you need to have more not just development, but you you need more because there is so much more. She's all over the galaxies meeting so many different kind of things and people. Yeah. There's going to be so many different aspects to explore. So there's like endless possibilities. Also, and- this is all going to tie into the Disney Plus series uh, Secret Invasion, sure. which Nick Fury obviously has his most involvement now with Captain Marvel being as he kind of started that sword satellite at the end of Captain yep. Marvel and stuff like that. So uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to looking forward to it, probably more so than the, than the original Captain Marvel movie, because uh, yeah. I think they have a they have a lot of stuff in the MCU they to now springboard of- off of. They learn from their problems from the first movie, I right. think. So, uh, look, I look forward to everything Marvel's got going on. I think, obviously, one of the cool things that they... Uh, maybe not one of the cool things, but like one of the things... like They didn't rely on anything that's going on in Disney Plus here, right? Like They yeah, didn't yeah. show any of the TV yeah. shows in this. It was, uh, it was uh, Strictly, straight up, get your ass back into theaters. We're ready ASAP. for you to come back. Well, let's go. Uh, Universal recently did the same exact thing <laughs> with, uh, with Vin Diesel kind of doing... Uh, or like hosting a new trailer for for fast nine where where he talks about like you know getting back into theaters the only place you go to see yeah, fast nine that's the only place you go to see our family bring your family that's the only place amc is your family so dude. it's kind of funny how it's like now like people have gotten very used to enjoying shit at home at this point i know i have i think they're now realizing it's going to take a bit for them to get out of that it's not just you you don't just get the vaccination and the like fucking switch goes on and everyone's going to go back to the theaters right like because right because many reasons for big box office you're not catching those average you know everyday moviegoers you have to capture that audience who only goes out to see one to two movies a year and and for them to remind those people who are have been content watching movies at home now to get your ass back in the theaters if you want this fucking content they they are gonna have to do some advertising for it uh so you're gonna see a lot of marketing yeah because i think you have to i think so too you have to you have to bring back and certainly the movie theaters don't have the money to do their own marketing no 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 and i don't think they need to i think it's the studios they got the money still they got to do it if they really want to continue this theater thing they're gonna have to get people out there so that's going to do it for Super Movie Bros this week. If there's yep. anything you think we missed talking about with this teaser trailer, look, there was a lot of little nuggets. Uh, but to be honest, I didn't want to jump into the Eternals too much because we're oh, getting a trailer yeah. coming out soon. Yeah. And there's going to be plenty for me to dissect there. There's no yeah. sense in me doing well, it now and repeating myself then. Uh, exactly. When we have a whole we're lot more to talk about. deep on that one. Yeah. So. so, but if you would like to reach out to us, reach out to us on our social medias. You can catch me on Twitter at SuperMoviePod. I'm not as active on there as I used to be. I check it like once. Once a week, maybe once a month. <laughs> I, Son of a bitch. Yeah, I just found someone who reached out to us and asked us whether we wanted to do an interview with them because they're writing a college paper. Oh, you about, motherfucker. About podcasters, and I just found it today. Sorry, so guy. I got back to him. It or looks girl. like he, he emailed me on uh, 3.30, so it's less than a week old. Oh, so you're fine. Not so bad. No, I gave him our email address, told me to reach out to me on there because I'm not as active on Twitter. But I am more active on my Instagram, Dave. I post pictures of like nerdy things that I got going on post pictures of my kids uh all of our movie cocktails i've been posting up there so make sure that you follow me uh on instagram smb dave definitely jay where can people find you well i'm on instagram super movie bros and twitter 
uh, J underscore SMB and Facebook Super Movie Bros Podcast. Yeah, and of course, we are part of a network. We are part of the Age of Radio Podcasting Network. So make sure you head over to ageofradio.org. There you can check out all the great shows that are part of the Age of Radio Podcasting Network. You can also... That makes noise. You're making noise right now. You took your headphones off prematurely. I'm so sorry. Make sure you check out all the shows that are part of the Age of Radio Podcasting Network. You can also check out the Super Movie Bros page where there's a handy-dandy little media player where you can binge all the Super Movie Bros episodes that are available right now. And of course, we have a Patreon, so we encourage everybody you can get our pre-roll content and exclusive top fives and exclusive discussions that are far more racier than this show is. Mostly not about movies, but sometimes about movies. Ooh, you can also out. maybe possibly get Jay's movie homework for Ewoks, Caravan of Courage, no. and Battle of Endor. We, I will get him to watch one of them, and we will do one. And I'll do a movie homework for him. Quid pro quo. That's the way things work. I'll do a movie homework for him. But uh, I think the next live movie homework that I'm going to have Jay do is John Carpenter's They Live. All right. Bring it yeah, on. Bring it on. I think next week, Jay, we should come back. With a right, with a with a movie homework, you give me one. Yours is They Live. I'll bring it on. It's on Peacock, so okay. you can Thank check you. it out on there. So, but to to get some of that exclusive content, you have to go to our Patreon. That's uh, patreon.com slash Supermovie Bros Podcast on there. I want to thank all of you guys for listening. Have a great one. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.